Welcome to Beans and Breakdowns, a podcast dedicated to bridging the gap between specialty coffee and the heavy music community. On this episode, I'm joined by Kevin Muller, vocalist of the band Alluvial. So grab a fresh cup of coffee and wake the fuck up! What's going on, Caffeinated Crew? Today, I'm joined by Kevin, vocalist of the band Alluvial. He's been in a few other bands. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of a band called Suffocation. Had some time in that band and also the Merciless Concept. What's going on this morning? Not much. Caffeinated and ready to take over the goddamn world. Hell yeah. We got we got half-rolled up <laughs> condom beanie crew on, the, <laughs> on Zoom this morning. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, I have a short story with this. I know it's not important, but I put on this beanie as a joke. I was in a uh, van store in, what the hell, Belgium, and I exchanged a pair of van shoes, and the guy was so, the, the manager was so nice that I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy this hat. And I put it on as a joke thing, and like, oh, this is trendy, but I was like, fuck, it fits real nice. It feels <laughs> real good. I'm actually going to buy it. And then it was half off. I was like, fucking roll it. Like, send it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it. Straight yeah. up, I, I was at a store here. In Montreal, put this hat on, and my wife always makes fun of like the the short beanie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it on. She's like, "That actually looks really <laughs> good on your head." Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's now, exactly the emotion I had with mine. Yeah. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I have no reasons not to buy this right now. Everybody wants to clown on them condom beanies, but they they <clears> they do the thing. There was a hat that I've seen out there where it's literally like a dad hat with the bill removed. Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's the fisherman's hat. Right. But it's just but it's just a fucking denim little cap with the fucking with the tab on the back and I'm just like that might be stretching it. I think that is as that is the line for me. This is right before it, I think. Yeah, this is I think I can I can't go any more than this. I've mm. tried on those fisherman's hats and they just they make me look like a cartoon character is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you, you end up, there's a whole personality and, and history for those kind of hats that you're now taking in, <laughs> you know, but these I use as a secret weapon to like straighten out the hair slick going on. The, so, slick the hair back. Yeah. This is pushed back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, I, I like it. I like it. It's working. Yes. It does little to nothing in the winter when it's like 30 degrees out. Like right now, if I walked outside, I'd have to put my hoodie on top of the beanie mm -hmm. to actually get it to work. So mm -hmm. this but, one is like a weird comfort blanket. My stream makes fun of it all the time. They're like, look at you in your too small hat. I'm like, yeah, but like when it's there, I don't have hair like touching my face. Exactly. So it's all just perfect and everything's confined. And like, I'm also the guy that likes my, my shirts to like perfectly have the collar in one place and then the sleeves have to fit a certain way where I'm just like, Everything is fine in the world. Otherwise, I'll be fucking with it all day and moving it and, you know, yes. fidgeter. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure that there's some anxiety link there because I have oh, for sure. a lot of those same problems where yeah. I don't have like nails because I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, constantly yeah. fucking. So, I don't bite mine, thankfully. Are you a biter? Yeah, I've been trying to get on like silly putty or something. Mm. My wife's always yelling at me. <laughs> She's like, stop biting your nails. You're going to lose yeah. your thumb. Like, Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have to cut it, though, all the time. When I'm on the computer and I feel like my pinky nail touch a keycap, I'm like, well, 
time to go. That's it. That's it. That's when it has to go. Oh God. <sighs> what, 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 what kind of coffee you got over there? I, um, I'm very particular. I'm bougie, but not really. I'm the budget bougie where like nice. it's a dirty chai Ooh. and I do, uh, Trader Joe's espresso and I do Oregon, Oregon chai, Oregon chai, Oregon chai. I never know how to say Oregon. Um, and then I use uh Chobani oat milk, the extra creamy one. You had that like, Chobani. Yeah. Chobani oat milk is the only oat milk I will drink because the rest just tastes like it's dirty Cheerio water. <laughs> you know, like it's just like the leftover of someone else's bowl yeah. for most oat milks where, where Chobani just nails it. It it just tastes, tastes great. So yeah, that's, that's semi bougie. You know, you got the yeah. Trader Joe's in there. I just used to go to, it was like, I discovered what I really liked at Starbucks. And I know that sounds so like, you know, whatever. Like I'm just about to go to the mall and meet up with my friends and go to fucking Lululemon and get an iced chai, you know? And like, but I would always get that stuff and it was like nine bucks, eight bucks a fucking cup. And I'm like, no, like I'm done with that. I can't, I can't do this to myself where I'm like, I'm going to go buy a $30 little shitty espresso maker. It'll do exactly what I need it to do. I'm mixing it so much down with chai and uh, oat milk and that I'm just like, what? what's the point? Why would I? Yeah. I don't care. I don't want like a two grand, nine grand fucking espresso maker because I'm not going to utilize it. I'm not going to have a nice little perfect little thing. You know, I'm just always going to have this monstrosity of sugar and caffeine. So it's fine. I don't need it. I don't need quality. At that point, as long as you have good chai then you're set. Right. So that is the base. That is the base. Yes. Um, I do love a dirty chai. I've been getting on matchas, matcha lattes. Uh, it's a little bit, it's like the $9 thing that you're talking about, but basically you can buy for 15 bucks. You can buy enough matcha to make about 30. Okay. 30 of these matcha lattes. And I, I think if you put everything together, it's like, comes out to like 250 if mm. you make it at home. So I, I tried it for the first time yesterday. That shit hits. It's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm just all about that home rig. That's I, I think that's the move. I think I think a lot of people don't respect the home rig. Everyone's going out and going to like the new spot Gregory's out here or like oh. Starbucks or you know, and just it's just robbery. They want all your money. Are you you're still on Long Island? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I have uh some some friends from the scene over there. Shout out Koyo. Nice. Hangman. The boys. The boys. Uh, who else am I thinking of? There's a Right few. now, Pain of Truth. Dude. Pain of motherfucking truth. <laughs> That's a good ass band. Yeah. Shout out I mean, days before he abandoned Long Island to go to Connecticut, right? <laughs> I just, I know Killer. And, you know, I've, I haven't talked to him in a while, but Killer and Smith. And, you know, shout out to Danny Smith, too. I miss Danny Smith. I haven't seen him in forever since I think the last time I saw him was the last backtrack show. Damn. But love the boys. You want to talk about, you want to talk about getting into hardcore in 2008? Sure. Backtrack. No, I'm I'm (laughs) going to, I'm in. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. I've got something called, uh, Toto. It's a Sheka Ethiopian coffee. Um, which I guess is why they call it Toto because Africa, that's funny. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's from Ambrose coffee here in Montreal. Nice. Beautiful little drawing on the bag. And I brewed it at home with a new brewer I picked up yesterday. It's called a Hario Mugen or Mugen. Okay. Um, very, very cool. If people listening, if you're 
uh, a little bit intimidated by doing the whole pour over thing, which is what I usually do. Like it's like science and shit. Mm -hmm. This one, you literally just measure out your coffee and then you pour like a certain amount of water in and it automatically just drips down for you. So it's, it's almost foolproof, um, which made a great cup this morning. So Mm. it's delicious. Tastes kind of like apricot, a little bit of a pear. Ooh. Super, super clean taste. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got a nice little cup too. Is that one of those cups you can't knock over? No, I'm no, Uh, but I should maybe invest in one. This is (laughs) I have one. I just never use it. This is like, this is like the hipster bullshit version of a Yeti cup. So if you're not a redneck, it's, it's a keep cup, but it's, um, it's a thermal. So it basically does the same thing. I kind of have the same kind of thing. This one, this is like some, uh, futuristic looking one i hate it because i didn't when i when buying it i was walking through like a macy's or something i was just like oh that looks it like feels good like i'm i used to work for apple so i was always like a sleek like i was just yeah like a a sleek like it literally looks like a mac pro you know what i'm saying like it does look like a trash can yeah right so i'm just like damn it's metal damn it's shiny and it fucking sick but then i bought it used it doesn't fit in my car cup holder it's done don't you love that it's now a glorified fucking mug for the house. And I lo- I think I lost the top because of why I close it. You know, I'm home. But it, when it's closed, it looks like a time capsule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just literally this little like pill. And Is it's- it the fellow? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. It looks yeah. so nice. You see, I, he knows it. <laughs> I'm a, no, this is stupid. But I, I'm a huge, like, uh, I love gear, like coffee. Well, this is for musicals, like music sure, stuff sure. too. But oh, I'm dude, a, I got a Pelican phone case. I get it. Like, yeah, it's I'm just, a gear guy. <laughs> so I have, like, you know, the fellow kettle where you put, set the temperature, push the button, and it holds the temperature for an hour. Like, Bam. yeah, like I'm trying to get a new grinder just because I like the way that the one looks and not yeah. even because. Oh, yeah. So it's it's all bullshit, but it. Oh, dude, I get you 100%. It makes me feel better, you know? Yeah. We chase the dopamine. It's just like, hey, there it is. I like that. I want it. Money? What's that? I'm not who, sure. Who cares? Let's just get that, though. We're going to lose it at some point anyway. Right. Can't take it with me. Can't take it with me when I die, dude. Give me that fucking (laughs) mug right now. Can I write this off as a podcast expense? That's (laughs) basically what it comes down to. Yeah. That's smart. Um, that's awesome. What, so your favorite, your go-to drink is, is a, is it a dirty chai usually? My, for coffee? Yes. I don't really, dude, it was so funny for years. I hated coffee. I had a horror story when I was a kid, I was running around the house as like a fucking, seven-year-old right just just wrecking shit and then i I remember my great-grandmother used to always hang out upstairs whenever i stayed at my grandparents house and my great-grandmother would be upstairs and she poured like a cup of the blackest coffee you'd ever ever see but she'd keep it around like all day in a plastic cup and sip on it so i had poured a glass of pepsi for myself maybe an hour prior and it's just around you know i'm a kid i'm fucking leaving my toys here and there and I, I thought this was my Pepsi and I'm like sweating, thinking of like, just like a kid doing zoomies. And I fucking picked up that cup and chugged it. And it was just this gross fucking, like, I don't even, I don't even know what she was making, you know? And I don't know if she knew what she was making, but it's just the blackest car. It tastes like cigarette water that was out all day. And I just drank it. And I was like, fuck coffee forever. I'm never <laughs> having it. And then forever I was tainted when I saw people go to Starbucks. I'm like, how can you drink that shit? But I had no, I never looked into it again until I went on tour. My first like States Canada tour with this band Pyrexia. Yeah. And uh, we actually were in, or we, we, it was a Canada run, but we 
I don't remember where we were, but it was a McDonald's. Shout out Chris Basile, Doug Bone. They needed to have their McDonald's coffee in the morning to function as human beings. So I was always just like, I'm hungry and bored and I'm tired. Maybe I'll just, I'll try a coffee. And I got like this vanilla latte thing to sweeten it up. And I was like, damn, that's good. <laughs> it's just, I remember being so like, yo, this can change my life forever. And I, I just kind of like started dialing in. I was like, all right, maybe I don't want that much milk. Maybe I don't want that much you know, flavor. Maybe it's too sharp. Maybe it's too sweet. And now I found that perfect middle where like the chai flavoring is just great. And in Europe with their powder, it's like way more sweet than the way we do it here, which yeah. you would never think that. But um, the bite of the espresso after is just primo. You know, it's great. So that's been doing it for me. Do you have besides like Starbucks and your home setup? Is there a spot in Long Island, because I, I know a lot of coffee people that yes. between Brooklyn and Long Island, there's, it's insanity. Like Say, I don't know if you know Say Coffee. Say? Uh, no, I don't know. They're like in Brooklyn, I believe. But See, I'm such a, I'm such a city noob because I, I, I just go there for like Gramercy and Irving Plaza and mm -hmm. venues, you know, uh, but like. When, when it comes to like checking out spots, I'm never there long enough to, to go and spend that money there you know where there's a place out here called witch's brew that's right by the mall that sounds and dope. it's it's just the perfect like <laughs> alt instagram spot to go to <laughs> and like be, say you're there you know it's just one of those places but uh yeah their whole menu is all like punk as fuck um Sick. but they have really good coffee uh, i'm trying to think where else i would go there's um there's definitely a few spots Dude, it's like uh, I'm such a simpleton too. If it's if it's not a dirty chai, I'll just go get like a French vanilla iced coffee from a deli, you know. And there's delis near me that slap. Um, but yeah, for hmm, I, I mentioned Gregory's before, mm -hmm. and that, I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's like a state's chain or if that's just for Long Island, but like it looks, it's pretty much like a dollar store. How uh, should even say dollar store? It's a, it's another Starbucks. Okay. Same price and kind of shit, but it's more like clean cut looking for the aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. It looks like it's just around uh, New York. Oh, okay, then that's probably what it is. Yeah, sounds good though. Yeah, but you should look up that Witch's Brew place. You'll see the outside of the place and be like, ah. I I'm going to check it. it out. It sounds a lot like uh, Black Forge, which is in Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, shout out Ashley. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they do cool stuff. They're like a venue coffee shop roastery. Nice. So they bring a lot of like cool metal bands through Pittsburgh and stuff like that. So they actually nice. did a collab or they were going to do a collab with Code Orange. Mm. Like right when the pandemic was like shutting everything down, they were supposed to release a coffee with Code Orange mm. uh, before they I'll, did the WWE theme songs and stuff. I'm going to do a funny shout out for a friend. There's uh, my buddy, Nick, who tour manages for a bunch of bands. He has his own coffee company that he's been working with or working on uh, is Malacca Coffee. Oh, he's been doing like signature little like um, he did a, a flavor for like Alan Cassidy from Black Dahlia. He's been Sick. doing like I think he's making one for Deicide and stuff. So he's always he's 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 always like the merch guy on tour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's like he's been improvising at home with this coffee thing. And it's it's good. So he's going to laugh hearing that because I always charge him a dollar to say it on my stream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get that shit out of here. But no, it's what a, what better time to bring it up. Do you know if he's going to be on that uh, Black Dahlia, Frozen Soul, 
Uh, Chelsea. I would assume because he's just he's always out. Uh, but I think he might be because he's he's been their tour manager guy for a while now. But I I think so. Did you have a a very memorable coffee experience in Europe? Because it's a different world. Hmm. You know what's funny, dude? It's like. In Europe, you can go anywhere and get a good cup of coffee. True. It's like, because there, there you, I mean, there were some places I got dirty chais and stuff. There was one place in Sweden I actually got a, a double, like a double, because usually what I do is like two shots of espresso mm-hmm. in the thing, and I'll be zooming all day. And one lady actually called it a nasty chai. Nice. And that shit hyped me up so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like one of those, like, uh, it, it felt like you were in like, I guess Starbucks, but it had had like a Panera vibe, ah. but it was a chain that's out there called something. I think it was like, Oh shit. I'm going to blow it. It's like some, some espresso, something chain or coffee, ch- something. Ch- it was everywhere okay. and it's in their malls. It's in their fucking strips. But, uh, the food was so fresh. I remember eating there with the creeping death dudes. And I was like, dude, you got to try this, get the prosciutto panini. Cause it's fucking fresh. It's all, but it's in a window, so your brain goes, that's got to be shit. But they they make it fresh for you and stuff. It's right. so sick. But anyway, the nasty chai, she screams it out as, if, you know, when they're shouting out, like, names for orders and stuff. But she said in her Sweden, Sweden accent, Swedish accent, and nasty chai, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, I think it's called a nasty chai. I'm calling it that forever, you yeah. know? We, officially, we should change the name to nasty chai, because uh-huh. that's like, that's just nasty. Well, she was saying the nasty means two shots, dirty is one. What? Right. See, it hits you. It hits you the same way it hit me. I was like, damn, that makes fucking sense. Yeah, because one shot, it's like, it's a little dirty, you know? Right. Two. Nasty. It's just nasty. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was down. <laughs> I was like, yes, that makes sense. Hell yes. Oh, shit. I'm going to have yep. to, I'm gonna have to just put some the game people right on. Here. Yeah, that's, that's a game-changing time. We just found yeah. the highlight. If it spreads and comes back to me, I know where it started. Yeah. Love we get it. a dollar each time we say that's it. That's what I'm you, talking about. You get a about. dollar. Yeah. Talking about. Uh, do you like wrestling? I used to when I was when I was a, a young lad. I was fucking obsessed. Austin three sixteen forever, dude. Um, he was the he was the goat for me. And then second was like Undertaker Kane. Mm. I put them together just because I always love like those like what was the matches that they were do the cave uh, c- uh coffin matches. Oh yeah, the coffin matches. Oh my god, how fucking exciting! If you could uh, without any like formal repercussions. If you could do any wrestling finisher on stage on somebody, <clears throat> what would you do? I mean, my brain instantly thinks the stunner is just the hardest move. Cause with the fingers after like that whole, like, like I love when he does the stunner and bounces back up and just flips him off and gets in his face and shit. Like that was always my favorite part. Catches the beers and smashes them together. Yeah. 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 Or like the was it the pedigree was Triple H's move mm-hmm. where he put put his head between his like and the one arm and the other arm and just slam him down. That's the that's that was another move. Yeah, stretch it behind the back like. God yeah, damn. yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, dude, fuck yeah. Oh no, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up bad. <laughs> the game I'm thinking of is a backyard wrestling game. Yeah, there's backyard wrestling. Don't try this at home. And it had ICP in the game. Like that, there were characters you could play. There were characters you could play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sick? This is unhinged. Oh my god! 
the cover of the game just immediately says MA rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like completely. All right, but ready for this playlist? It's Anthrax, Biohazard, Bowling for Soup, CKY, Chimera, E Town Concrete, uh, ICP. Uh, what else we got? Rancid. Uh, we got Sepultura, Shadows Fall, Spine Shank, Some 41, because that's funny. And then <laughs> Twisted. And then uh, there was another one in here 40 Below Summer. It's just like. Can't believe E Town Concrete was on that. That's crazy. Yeah, E Town Doormats. That's the song, dude. Oh man, back when you could listen to E Town Concrete and not feel a little bit guilty. Nope, I can <laughs> I can listen to it all day long. Still, they are they're still one of my favorites. I have the they're most so good. I have the most ignorant fucking full on white and black camo E Town E Town fuck the world hoodie <laughs> somewhere. And uh, dude, that's the brain I still have forever. I'll I'll never leave that shit. Hate breed E Town Biohazard and like. What do I play on my stream all the time? It's always that kind of shit. This is what I'm I'm curious of because there's always I feel like this weird divide between hardcore and metal, and there's bands like Biohazard and Anthrax that have at points branched over and bridged the gap between a lot of these genres. Yeah, but there seems to be this animosity between scenes where it's like no karate in the pit, or like you know, like metal just, is like this and that. It's like how does somebody like you that comes from like hardcore deathcore roots get into like a very prog driven style of music. Um, I, I, I can't be any different and I can't fake it either. So when I'm at these shows or I, it's hard to say, dude, because like, I'm going to say some shit that's going to sound crazy to the outsider <laughs> is we came off of a tour with rivers of Nile and Fallujah in the States and then we did a tour in the States with Revocation and uh, Crisian, mm -hmm. all death metal shit. Shout out Inoculation too, and mm -hmm. on that tour. I would say there was very mediocre pits. Right after that Revocation tour, like we had seven days of just bullshit filler shows to get to the next tour we were doing, which was Animals as Leaders and Car Bomb. Yeah. Let me tell you, those rooms were fucking out of control. Car Bomb. And Animals. Really? Yes, 100%. Dude, we were opening out of, out of a one out of three package. The first song we play, Circle Pit. Like, people are going nuts. We've never toured with those bands before. We, we're like, we're new to that crowd. And I know myself, and I think this is where the metal hardcore dude is. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till the part I like, and then I'll mosh. But these motherfuckers are like, yo, start playing. Like, I need to go. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's insane. And then, like, because um, I went into that tour, like, I don't want to say hesitant, but I was excited to learn how that world mm -hmm. reacts or responds to us. But I was very like, ooh, I don't know. Are they going to like think we're too death metal or too this or too that? But damn, dude, like they dude, I see dudes in like the pit for animals with vital remains hoodies just bouncing. I'm like, yo, word like like they're they're. I think the problem or the the the, the benefit that they have is there's no egos attached. Mm -hmm. Or I think the hardcore scene and death metal scene more so the hardcore scene because it's like the, the hardcore scene has weird egos attached because you'll see it with like bands that just show up and no one's heard of, but like their homies that are like backed say it's good. Now they're a good band, which whatever, if mm -hmm. that's how the world works. And so it's always, it's always going to be that way. People have such a, a fandom or respect, call it that uh, amongst others opinions for that kind of stuff. If, if someone's like, 
doing real well socially, it's like, oh, cool, that band's cool. They're they're really nice dudes, you know. But then like for de- for like the bigger metal world, all they care about is do you have songs? Like if you got <laughs> songs, let me show up and just fuck around and enjoy the shit out of it. You know, that's really how it goes mm-hmm. because the 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 bigger those fan bases, they don't get they're not involved in like the politics of who that band is friends with and who they're associated with. You know what I mean? Where hardcore, you know, every, like you can see in your mind when you see a band play, you know, they're top eight, you know, yeah. like for, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you see, like, I'm trying to think, uh, maybe I'm a little out of touch with like how many bands, like I just saw the LDB fest and I'm just like, or L- LBD, LDB, L- LDB. I always yeah. make it up. LDB. Yeah. And so like, um, I always think like hip hop shit. I'm like LDB. Yeah. yeah, you, know yeah. Me. <laughs> you know, but like, um, that whole lineup, like I know, like maybe a handful of the band, the bands on there, but like you see all these bands getting grouped together on the same tours. Yeah. You know, like, um, uh, for instance, I, I love the vomit fourth dudes. Yeah. So I always associate them to like Sanguisuga Bog, or mm-hmm. I associate them to 200 uh, stab Yeah. To that whole circle right now, frozen soul and all that stuff. The so it's like stomp stuff. Right. But it's just, but it's, it's the fact that you know to say that word to me right now with maggot stomp so it's like there's that there's the politics of like oh that's a that's a group band that we know if you like this one you'll get into this one Mm -hmm. so it's easy to build these bands but when you have like new bands that are coming up that are just kind of like solo lone wolves people don't know like should i listen to it should i check it out is this am i gonna like it Especially, oh my god! If you can't judge the album art, oh my god, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's album you're, you're, art is everything now, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it's like, oh shit! How are we gonna? How are we gonna? How can I hit play on this? It doesn't have a pit bull on it. Like, I can't get into this. <laughs> you know, it's it doesn't just look like, like obscure '80s like hip hop. Yeah, graffiti. or it's yeah. not Dan Seagrave artwork. Oh my god, is this even oh, brutal? Yeah. Dude, if it's not Dan Seagrave, I toss it out. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, but it's such a, it is such a weird thing that I've observed. I know we were talking about more like mosh, but like, I guess just that's one thing I've learned between the different, you know, parties. But mm-hmm. in terms of like pitting and stuff, it's very weird how, um, like, I mean, East Coast, I uh, like, I still think is the most violent that I've ever seen. But Hands like, down. then I'm, but then I'm surprised because when we go play Munich, in Germany, it's fucking ins- like first song. They're doing Wall of Deaths on their own without me saying anything. So I'm just like, holy shit. But then you go play fucking anywhere else in Germany. And they're like, I like the one song with that part. And that was okay. I'm like, okay, shit. You know, I'm, I think I'm thinking we're sucking, but like they're just <laughs> focused. You know, they're just paying attention. I don't know if you're a, are you a Hardlore fan? Have you heard of this podcast? Oh, uh, is that um Bo and Colin? Twitching tongues, dude. Right? Yeah, 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 and, and yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've heard of it. I haven't I haven't tuned in. They had they were talking on an episode recently with uh uh Jake from in- Judiciary. Okay. And they were talking about playing in Europe and how basically every comment you get is backhanded in some way. Yeah. Yeah. It was in Germany that he was like basically oh, yeah. in a roundabout way called him fat. It was so funny, but yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a yeah. running joke in in American bands that. Like whenever you go play Europe, just be ready to receive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like we got we we didn't get any sort of horror stories. Um, I think the biggest thing that I take as an insult is just no mosh pit because I'm just like, how do how do you do this? You know, how are you just? I mean, but then it would it would be really funny because we have a song called "The Future Sunrise" that's very um, 
alcohol focused, if you will, because the song is all about like, you know, getting fucked up with your friends, kicking in doors, fucking throwing shit on the street, fucking shit, like getting into fights, yeah. doing blow and freaking out. And, and then the chorus is more like, I told myself, I'm not going to keep doing this, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. And then like, there's this dwelly part that has like a hangover part. And then it comes back because you had another beer and your brain's like, all right, fuck it. Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> but every time I'm like, who's drinking? I do like this little, like, who's drinking tonight for, uh, and, and everyone raises their glasses. I'm like, this one goes out to you. I want to see you in that fucking room. And they look at me like, ah, but I just bought this beer. I don't want to spill <laughs> I'm beer. just, I'm always like, fuck man, I guess enjoy your beer, dude. And you know, I'm not going to force <laughs> you to chug it. But like, I think of myself because I remember there was a show I played with Merciless and I, I think about the show often. It was 2013, Hatebreed, Shadows Fall, Dying Fetus, The Contortionist, and Us opening. And Fetus was opening, uh, about to start their set, and I had just bought a fresh new PBR. Oh, no. And, dude, I'm telling someone a story about, like, oh, you got to watch this band. Like, Fetus is probably, like, my right now my favorite band. Like, yeah. they've been forever, but, like, they're one of the last remaining forces that is so loud and strong in like the brutal world. Yeah. And they're so ignorant and so awesome. That's with, what like, I love is the ignorance. Yeah. That's but, my it, favorite. but they're true to what they want to hear, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it shows every song that like that new, the new two songs they put out are just like hate breed appraisal, like a hate breed, uh, uh, appreciation where the, the breakdown on the clothes, hi hat. It's all satisfaction riffs, but then it's like, they are hardcore dudes that also do death metal and they know that they know their fan base. They know what people want to hear. Anyway, mm -hmm. they're setting up the show and like, they're doing like this all like ominous fucking sounds and stuff. And I'm telling someone about them like, Oh, you got to check them out. Ah, oh, there's this one song I love from them. I always play all the time. They never play it live though, but da 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 da. And as I'm saying it, I said, oh, they play this. I love the song schematics. They never play it live though. Dude, they open with schematics. I took this beer. And just fucking whoa, just yeeted it across the room <laughs> and started moshing with everybody. I was just like, dude, there's no way I'm I'm holding that for fucking four minutes. No way. See, that's that is a thing that I've noticed in a lot. Well, I don't know if it's like American or can it because in Canada, like Montreal especially, is a metal like stronghold. Like shout out to Foofs, dude. Dude, Foofs. I love Plus, Foofs. Club Soda has a lot of great shows. M Telus, I saw Cannibal Corpse. Uh, and Dark Funeral on that most recent tour with oh, nice. uh, Immolation. Immolation, yeah. yeah. I, I kept thinking Inoculation, um, <laughs> but it's Immolation. Diff completely different band. Yeah, um, yeah. It's all the shuns, dude. I get it. But yeah, um, I mean, just the metal shows in Montreal are fucking insane. Like I, I was sitting in the balcony because I wanted to drink my beer, mm -hmm. and I looked at down. Foofs. No, not at Foofs. Oh, at Mtelis. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, it's, sorry. It's next door. It's next, it, but it's like a much bigger venue. Okay. Um, I look down and it's just literally like the pit is insane. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. I love so, it. Montreal is known for like loving metal. We will ditch, we will ditch beers basically. Like we will. Oh, there you go. Like you Montreal go. will come unhinged and you'll yeah. just see fucking beers flying through the Tokenies air. Tokenies just flying everywhere. Yeah. Co <laughs> what? Tokenies or like I would call them cocaines. Those, those bottled beers you guys have, they're like Coors Light comparisons. That's uh, we got the Pabst, we got the PBR. Sorry, everybody here calls it Pabst, but it's PBR. Yeah, same, same, same. Uh, PBR uh, extra, it's the blue can, and instead of four point or whatever there, it's like four point six. 
sure. is the normal one. They the one here is five point nine. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, it's great. Same price kinda, gets you. Oh, yeah. Double, over double over time, I just kind of like stopped drinking beers. Now I'm just full like full blown Jameson Coke. It's my move. The you gotta ditch the calories. Me. Yeah, but nah. <laughs> ditch, <laughs> it's ditch. just. It's it's you know what it's just tastes like it's like if I have a bunch of beers I'm just bloated and full and can't keep the festivities going and yeah. I'm like all right well now I gotta like shit <laughs> now I'm full and I'm I'm just like I feel like I had three meals and I'm just trying to have a good time we're like with Jameson I can make a cocktail with it like a JMO Coke or like I can whip a few shots back and just forget I drank and then just throughout your night it's going loose and getting fun but that's just where I've been. What's your poison of choice other than beer? Uh, so I actually drink a lot more cocktails than I do. There beer. we go. I, I've been on a Jameson uh, ginger kick recently. Hell yeah! And most people are. I think if you're drinking Jameson with anything, I'm. I'm like I. People always give me the face of like, oh, I wonder why you would do coconut ginger. My answer is because it's you get like with Jameson ginger. When I drink it, I taste them separately. Mm-hmm. They don't like mix in like my palate I'll, I'll be like oh I, that, that there's the whiskey and then there's the ginger ale you know where where the jmo coke it's like a whole infusion that happens for me where it's like sweet and still good but like i don't like jack daniels at all so mm-hmm. like if you made me a jack and coke i would know and i'm just like this is just too sweet like this is just crazy where jmo kind of like the same way i like my dirty chives it has that little bite at the end but it's sweet most of the time is the jmo coke I find that the Jameson's more like, because it's Irish whiskey, it's got a bit more peat. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretentious word alert, but peat. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of cuts through while, mm-hmm. like you said, the Jack, it's just molassesy yeah. bourbon. Yes. Yes. So sweet. I'm just like, I hate this. This is yeah. not, this is not, like, I'm going to be so hungover and it's not going to be worth it. And I'm not even going to get as drunk as I want because I'm just fucking, I don't know, it's just all sugar. It's Your body's heavy. just going, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I feel that. That's I. That's why I went the Jameson route. Um, and if I'm feeling bougie, some tealing. Yeah, nice. If you want to spend Teeling's a couple. Nice. I was just in Ireland and I was pissed off because I was like the one day I was really looking forward to and I got sick. No. So then I was just like, I had this awful like nose, chest, sinus thing going on. So I just stayed in the venue and I went to one bar up the road, but I was lucky enough that the one bar I went to was like, 2018's rated best bar by Anthony Bourdain. So I was like, all right, this should be enough to like check off my Ireland experience. And I got this sick fucking carrot ginger soup with Irish soda bread and the Irish butter. And I got like a hot toddy with like all that shit. And the way they do hot toddies there is different where they have these like lemons and they stick these, um, uh, what do they call them? They're like seeds, but they're, they're like, uh, they're like uh, uh, juniper, they're juniper berries, right? Aren't they? Something like that, but they call them something else. They call them like knots, or they call them uh, stems, or some shit like that. Because I, I remember asking the bartender, like, "Well, what is it from?" They're like, "I don't know. It's just this." <laughs> like, you just buy a tub of them, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." But they're so good too. But yeah, I was drinking a shitload of Jameson that night, and I gotta give a shout out to Zach Dean, my drummer. He was a sweet lad. I wanted to go to like the Jameson Distillery and all that stuff, but I didn't get to go. Look what he got me as a gift for the for the listeners at home, dude. He got, oh, me he got di- you the Distillery Edition, yeah, and it gets my fucking name printed on it and stuff. So hard. 
Oh wait, it's I, on the it's on the back. Check that out, dude. And it's when, on the bottle. Dublin might be like if somebody was like, you have to go live a year in some random city, and your rent's paid for and everything. Yep. Dublin, Dublin is that city without yeah. hesitation. How sick were the people? I will. I I don't know if I've ever. I'm from the south. Like I'm from Georgia. Okay. Where it's like hospitality and everything. Like people sure. are friendly. Dublin is the nicest place I have ever been. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to talk to you. It's Everyone weird. wants to be in your face, but in the best way. Like they're yes. not, they're not like punishers in the sense where they're not like annoying. Like it's just like I was, all right. So that show, I had no voice like talking before this. Hour, <laughs> and I was like, fuck, how am I going to get through this show? But I was panicking all before I get on stage and I make like a small announcement. Like I lost my voice. I'm sorry. That's, but then, dude, we start playing and there's some phlegm that just caught in my chest that saved the night. Mm-hmm. I was able to perform all the songs just the way you know them. And I would stop and like when the song ended, I was like, hey, you. like I, my talking voice was fucked. But doing vocals, I was fine. And dude, after the set, everyone was so friendly and just coming up to me like, you fucking liar. You fucking lie. Come get a drink. I, I made a joke. like I love Jameson Coke. So, dude, all night they were just like, did you get your Jameson? If come if not come with me I'll get you that and, and they were just oh. so sick everyone was so fucking awesome yeah it's so sick I want to go back so bad I've been talking about it a bunch I I've been trying to figure out a way to take any band that I play in to do it's so expensive but it is because you gotta we, you gotta fly in and you gotta take the ferry over you gotta go through customs through UK and then yeah like we only played for that one day so we had to play I think we played like you said uh, London was it London and then Manchester or was it London and then we hit, yeah, I think it was Manchester and then we hit there or then we ended up back in Manchester. I don't know. Either way, we were in Dublin for just one day. We took the ferry in, played, and then had to take the ferry out the same night. So it was oh, just man. like, fuck, dude. Like the travel sucked, but it was worth it. It was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. If you can get there, it's, yeah. it's so fucking great. Uh, the yeah. food is insane. Like yeah. people, they, they, people don't give them the credit that they deserve for food. Like, like um, everyone thinks their food is very like bland, but it's like, the food that they're aware of, they know how to fucking cook well, like soups, sauces, mm-hmm. and like steaks, and like like your your home hearty meals. They do so well over there. If you want a a, a well cooked potato and braised beef of any kind, yes, that is the staple. Fuck yeah! They like took all of the food and then made it good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but like even just everything they and they they rag on the UK so much, but they're fucking with them and. Their sense of humor and their sense of like person is so sick. That's the one thing I really love. It's like everyone, when you're talking to people, they just all seem very unique. No mm-hmm. one's like riding each other's coattails and fucking around. It's just like, I don't know. That's the only way I could say it. It's just everyone was so fucking nice and straightforward. And like, it was almost like, it's like if UK people became New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. And maybe that's why I felt so comfortable because I was like, yo, these people are fucking sick. Like they're just walking up to me, hanging out. Like I, I love that where some, you know, some places are like scared to talk to you, but then when they gain the confidence, they don't know how to start a conversation. They're just kind of like looking through your soul. Like, Hey, how was your shit? I was like, you saw, I was good. I was fine. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs> but they're like, oh, they armpit you. And they're like, want to get drinks? I fucking love that shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's, that place left a scar on my soul. So good. Um, wound that just has to be filled. That's all. Yes. That's it. There's a giant Ireland shaped hole in my, my heart and I must go back. Um, sarcoma. Mm. 
2021. I know that it's been out for a while. Kind of feels crazy how fast it's going, how, how fast time has been going. It's like, I remember being in the studio when working on that. And now it's like, oh, that's out and gone. And we have to start writing new stuff. Yeah. And y'all toured on it for like an entire, it's been almost a year and a half or almost three years, I guess. Uh, Well, you know, 21, there was no touring going on. Anything we were getting booked just kept getting canceled and rescheduled. We, our first tour was supposed to be a banger. It was supposed to be like in Europe with Thy Art is Murder, Malevolence, Justice for the Damned. Um, There's a few others on that list that were really, uh, that band Alpha Wolf. Oh yeah, dude. Um, it was, yeah, we, it was supposed to be a, a fat stacked lineup, but then it was like, apparently the fourth time that tour had been re-promoted and rebooked because all these bands kept like being like, all right, this is too far in advance. COVID's fucking things up. And this band dropped off. This band dropped off. And I think for that lineup, I think Thy Art took some Lamb of God gig and Malev took uh, some other gig and it was just kind of like, all right, nope, this is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were screwed on that and all the tours we did so far, we're all just kind of like, we don't know what we're doing for the rest of the year. Hey, homies, like, do you guys have anything? I think Wes went to a river show and was talking to Brody and it was like, dude, do you guys have room on that river? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, that's, that's, and that's how all of our tours have been booked so far, you nice. know, with revocation. I mean, we're, we, we're, we're tight with all those guys, but I think again, Wes was talking with Dave and something came out of that. Animals as leaders, Javier, you know, it's just, it's kind of how this world works. If you're like, yeah, there's a lot of booking agents and things like that that are moving, but it's easy. It, nowadays, it's like, oh, do you want to go out and hang out for a month? Mm-hmm. Sure, let's go. Let's figure out, let's put our names in a, in, to the people that set it up now, you know? But we were happy to get those tours out. I mean, it's it's cool considering, like I said, there was not a lot of booking going on, but for us to be able to get out and actually tour and see how people react to the record. And, and we played a lot of crowds that, maybe we didn't think would come across our shit nat- naturally organically. Mm-hmm. So like we played the death metal crowds, we played the animals crowds and we like, we were, we're, we're ready to, we want to be the band that can play for anyone. We want right. to play hardcore shows. We want to play death metal shows. We want to play all that shit. You know, like it's, it's cool that, you know, that's the energy we want to put out. Cause even when me and Wes are driving, we're blasting crowbar, we're blasting fucking like necrophagia and fucking, mm-hmm like old Pantera, old super joint and like just anything that's raw and angry is what gets us going. And I can't wait to start the new record. I think that's the, the angle you want on the next one. It's just scarier, meaner, sadder, sadder and meaner. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like, with a purpose, more like a, a sharp dagger in your chest, but like you want to feel it again, <laughs> you know, I do. I love listening to, uh, to the the one that's out like was it 40 steps 40 stories 40 stories sorry such a beautiful song and then yeah. it like comes in with like the aggression but it's like all throughout there's like this beautiful like melody it's so mm-hmm. like i love listening to that song okay. it's like mind-blowing it's a fun one for us to play i mean we 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 play that one live a bunch on the first tour and then mm-hmm. we kind of started playing a bunch of the faster stuff on the second tours just to keep the rooms moving. Yeah. Because that song, when people get hit with it, are just kind of like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, well, because we open with like two heavy ass songs. Mm-hmm. And then like we we would open usually with uh Anodyne, which is the last song on that record. But on this run, we were op- on the previous runs, we were opening with like Ulysses, mm-hmm. which pretty much goes in order of the album. We right. were doing the first track, second track, and then 40. And people were like, what? Like that's <laughs> 
That's interesting. Or no, we were doing the 40 on the fourth track. Anyway, anyway. But it was just, we were coming out of songs. And then like after 40, the room's quiet and like sitting with us in this moment. And then we're like, all right, spin that fucking pit. This one's called the Putrid Sunrise. And the whole room's like, I'm like, I'm like emotional right now. What happened? <laughs> and what, what was that change of pace that just happened? You know, but it's, it's cool to get that response from first time listeners. But mm-hmm. there, but I always feel bad because there's like the 20 or 30 people in the room for a certain show that they're like, oh, I wanted to hear you play 40. But next time when we have a longer set, we'll get in there. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it, it's cool to break the pace. I, I like that. Like I like mm-hmm. where it's not just like banger after banger. Right. Like pounding you. But I, I could see like introducing yourself to people. Yeah. They don't want to Especially in Europe. It's like, I want to keep this energy up. And yeah. it's like, th- I know they're going to like the song, but I think in my brain, it's like the trick here on a Europe tour is to make them go home and listen to us more. Exactly. You know, we want to sell them here, maybe pick up a shirt, you know, come go home, listen to it real, like realize what you witnessed and Help us come back again so we can play a longer set and you can get all these fucking songs. Right. But I'm glad you I'm glad you checked out Sarcoma, dude. And I, I were excited to do more. Uh was there any other notable tracks for you? I do actually like Ulysses. Mm. Ulysses. Ulysses. Uly- Ulysses. It's a really hard word to say, by the way. I mean, some people do say it both ways. It's uh we say Ulysses. Um it's it Ulysses, because it's a it's a name. You know, uh, Ulysses is the name of like a fucking Civil War general. Yeah. Some shit like that. I <laughs> honestly don't know. <laughs> but uh, the song has got some deep, sick meaning. And the song is that was our premiere song. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool to kind of let the world kind of take that in right during like peak ending of COVID time. Um, yeah, it's a song that's got everything. It's got breakdowns. It's got fast fucking picking as like crazy time, little signature parts, some yeah. death metal stabs, you know, but we try to throw it around as much as we can. So I'm, I'm really bad at listening to like super like animals as leaders. I respect those dudes as musicians mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. I don't, I, it's so difficult for me to like listen to mm-hmm. just because I have to think so hard. All that to say with Alluvial, when I listen to it, there are parts that scratch the itch, even though mm. there's a lot of progginess in it and a yeah. lot of kind of post-metal. The post-metal yeah. elements are like something that I really love. Mm. It's like this very heavy rhythm and energy, but kind of with that like droney guitar and, and yeah. like melodic elements. So just listening to the album like while I'm working, it's super relaxing, but it's like a journey. So yeah. I, I do really like like those elements in Alluvial compared to like the more proggy stuff, like the deep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for us, like Alluvial is always something that we want to kind of shed light on all of our personal interests. You Mm -hmm. know, like me and Wes come from two different cloths of this industry or, or, you know, cause I mean, my history is all brutal death shit. Yeah. Um, Wes has been involved with death metal bands with, like progressive bands and and like shit like Devin Townsend and like he's he's been involved but he's also played with like Virus Murder he's done mm-hmm. all this sh- he's he's so well tuned and so like up to speed with what's going on in the world where I'm very stuck in my lane but like putting our heads together he's opened me up to stuff I've opened him up to stuff and I'm excited to see how that evolves us over time like we were just talking we were on the phone the other day just talking to like 
where do we want to take this thing? You know, like what's the next move, like next sounds you want to create? And I was like, I want to, I want to hone in on what we've already done, but make it more, you know, like, like, like how you're saying like progressive notes and this stuff and prog stuff. Like we are trying to, I don't want to say leave the prog world, but it's more like we want you to, there's going to be elements of everything and everything we do, mm-hmm. but we want us to just be us. Right. You know, we, it's so hard, even like right before I even joined the band, if I was ever in conversation, I was like, I don't know where to place this. Mm-hmm. Cause it's got like, if you, you know, there, there, there's, there's just, we want open breakdowns. We want big old vocal breaks with disgustingness. We want blast beats. We want choruses. We want harmony. We want, we want all the things from all the different worlds of metal. And we don't want us, we don't want to do that thing where we fall into a certain group or a certain genre. And now you're stuck there, you know, like, right. like, um, that's why I, I love that even with sarcoma, we can play a death core tour. We can play a brutal death metal tour and still fit in and still play the shows and still get the room moving. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's my favorite. That's my mission. You know, that's cool. it. you'll never yeah. not have a job. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's sick. I mean, you know, I want to, I want songs to be like old machine head. I want mm-hmm. songs to be like new decapitated. Like I, I want like the fast, I want the slow, I want the heavy, the fucking feeling, you know, it's just, you don't want to hit play and know what you're going to get. Right. That's it. Leave them guessing. That's it, um, bro. What are the plans y'all are writing? Any, uh, any tour plans coming up? There's, uh, some stuff on the horizon, but nothing I can talk about just mm-hmm. yet. Um, all I could say is that our, our roadmap is that we're trying to put out something by the fall. And after that, the world is ours. Um, I want to tour a bunch on this next one and I want people to really check it out. And I want to, I want this next one to be shoved in people's faces. That's, that's my mission. Just get it out there. Nice. Make everyone hear it. That's well, it. hopefully we'll be seeing y'all in, in Montreal, if not the fall, winter, then, uh, that's the mission. I think I, I, we want to tour at the end of the year for sure. Cool. Yeah. So everybody good. will be on the lookout for new alluvial. As soon as the singles come out, just spin them, just yeah. put them on repeat. Yeah. Play the yeah, videos. We, we got some concepts already with like videos and stuff. It's going to be gross. It's going to mm-hmm. be gross. Like we want it to be like not, uh, how do I say it? It's, it's just um, like emotion felt like how you said about 40, like how it's a beautiful song. Yeah. That song's about like guided suicide. You know what oh. I mean? And and it's just dark. The message in that song is just very interesting, mm-hmm. but but it hits you beautifully because yes. that's the the idea in that song. And it's like Man. everything's got a reason, you know, and I want that context to continue on to the next one, mm-hmm. but darker. We're more pissed on this next one. Oh shit. Well, I love <laughs> I love pissed music. So Yeah, dude. <laughs> now I stay alive. Uh well, Kevin, I really appreciate you hanging out. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I, yeah. just, I have one last question for you before we sure. go. What's your favorite city for beans and breakdowns? Favorite city? Yeah. Does it have to be in the States? No. Favorite city. I think we talked about it. Fuck. Dublin might be it right now, but favorite shit. I got to give the States a, an honorable vote though. Um, For beans and breakdowns? Hmm. Chicago's a good one. Chicago's a good one. Um, 
Mm. I gotta get I gotta get one more in there. Otherwise it won't feel right. Beans and breakdowns. Fuck. I'm trying to think who's got both, you know? I would say Pittsburgh's always there. But they, they got some it's like if you're going for beans there, it's like it's gotta be some like little deli bodega vibes. Yeah. What about anywhere at West Coast? West Coast? I don't give them credit for breakdowns. They just want to go fast. You don't like Seattle? Seattle got breakdowns. I lived in Seattle for a little while, so maybe that's why I don't really like it as much. But like, tell me who's got breakdowns in Seattle. Never mind. Let's go back to the East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, who's got one right now, dude? Uh, Seattle, I don't really staple them as like like a death metal or a hardcore spot. I know... Like some bands around like Portland area, mm-hmm. maybe, but it's scarce over there. Pittsburgh, everywhere you look, you can throw a rock and there's breakdowns. That's true. Um, Chicago, same thing. They got those bands right now. They Chicago's got some cool bands. What's that band? Sector that's from out there. Um, where's Gridiron from? Gridiron is a mix of Delaware and Michigan because mm. okay. it's members from other bands. Well, right. Tyler used to be in Year of the Knife, but now he, I think he's just in Gridiron. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wasn't one of those guys in, uh, uh, not someone cold, told me. Not What's cold that? As, other, huh? Not Cold as Life. No, um, but that other one that sounds like them, but goofier. Not in, in a nice way I say goofier because they're bouncier. Uh, oh, uh, Never Ending Game. Oh, uh, uh, I think it is members of Never Ending Game as well. That's what I thought. And when I said, you know what I mean by it's like not goofy, but it's got like a bouncy. Yeah, it's very bouncy, but it's yeah. fun though. That's why I love Gridiron because they they add like it's the most metallic hardcore. Like it sounds like it's like a, a death metal or extreme right. metal. Band I mean, yeah, it's hardcore. it's just brutal parts with like sick vocal shit with on it. Rapping. Yeah. I, but then it's so funny even when I started hearing them. I like I, I love enemy mind and shit. I filled in for them in Europe once and those dudes are just some of my favorite people. Um but like I was listening to one of their songs and of course they had they had Mike in there for guest vocals. I was like they would. Like this is what <laughs> this is who they should have in there for sure. But uh yeah, it's so sick. I love them. Yeah. So sick. Gridiron's definitely like one of my top 5 hardcore bands right now just cuz they're all fucking amazing musicians. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh I wanted to see them at uh I went to this is hardcore for oh. Hatebreed. Yeah. Just because they're they're like they're like my unreplaceable number one in terms of just like the hardcore kings for me. Yeah. With satisfaction, perseverance, like you can't those are untoppable things. But um in terms of like new bands like that, Gridiron's definitely up there. Uh, Malevolence is up there. Um I'm trying to think there's not a lot on that list. Yeah, Volcano. Volcano. I wanted to talk to you about Volcano because I feel like that's up your alley. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like grooves, grooves for days. Dude, I have a fun story fucking, uh, is it's name Cody, right? Cody, I'm, I'm so bad with names. Cody, I don't dr- know. This, it's Sango Sugabog's drummer. Okay. It, it's, I believe Volcano is said and Cody. I always want to say Corey, but I feel like I'm wrong. I think it's Cody. It makes but, sense with the snare sound though, that it right. would be right, So, so, but he, but he plays guitar. In volcano, oh, okay. so so it's him and said on guitar and bass, and he writes apparently all the riffs for volcano. But like, I don't know how much I don't know who does the writing in Sanguine Sugabog, but like, 
I remember seeing Sangwasugabog with Niall at oh. Gramercy and me and Devin and Cody and Seth all went to a bar up the road and I was just giving them praise. I was like, yo, Volcano's dope, you know? <laughs> and and he and Cody was wearing this like 2X Volcano shirt just with the graffiti logo and he was so sick. He stands up, he's like, I want you to have this. It's our last <laughs> one. It's our last one with the logo shirt. You want it? I was like, I mean, yeah, dude, fine. And he gives me the shirt and I'm like, that's the illest shit right there, dude. Those dudes are so nice. So sick. Kevin, again, thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your your son. Dude, go see Barrier Dead because that's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. I saw something last minute that they're playing here, so I might go check that out. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for having me on. Listeners, get stay caffeinated. Get some fucking dirty, nasty chais in you, you know? Get a nasty chai. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm about to make a second one. I'm about to be zooming today. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Take care. <laughs> you too, bro. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beans and Breakdowns. I want to say a huge thanks to Kevin for hanging out on the podcast. Be sure to check out Sarcoma, the most recent release from Alluvial, and be on the lookout for a new album announcement later this year, hopefully with some tour dates to follow. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. You can find out more information about the podcast by following us on Instagram at Beans and Breakdowns or on the web at beansandbreakdowns.com. Until next week, be sure to stay caffeinated and wake the fuck up. <laughs>